The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ron Schmelzer. And uh, some of you have given us some great feedback about our Trustworthy AI uh, podcast we did not too long ago, where we talked about the general issues of like, okay, Trustworthy AI really does matter. It's very important. And it's not the kind of thing you can just uh, have a bunch of random people talk about. You actually need to do stuff. So we got a lot of good feedback about it. As mentioned, we're just going to continue along. We have a series where we're going to focus on these topics of Trustworthy AI interspersed among the other topics that you are all still very interested in. Many of you are still very interested in our glossary series, where we go over many of the terms that you need to really be aware of to make AI reality. And even our generative AI series, where we're focusing a little more on, well, generative AI is like the hot thing. Uh, A lot of people who are new to AI, who have maybe had never had any experience at all with AI before, uh, got their hands on ChatGPT or MidJourney or any of those generative AI visual or text things. And they're like, wow, this AI thing is cool. And uh, next thing you know, they're like generating all sorts of stuff. And you may be here because you're thinking you're doing AI, which is po- possibly true. You're using AI. but So we want to help you think about how you can use it a little more uh, valuably. And so stay tuned to that in our generative AI series. But uh, as mentioned, you know, we are still hearing from a lot of folks who are putting AI into some very high visibility and potentially high risk scenarios. And you really want to avoid many of the issues that are well in the press uh, that are causing people problems with uh, AI. So our Trustworthy AI series, this is the series we're going to dive deeper into some of these concepts. And some of these concepts come out of the work that we have been doing for many large organizations and some small ones around Trustworthy AI, building for them practical and implementable frameworks that guide what they actually do on a day-to-day basis to keep their systems trustworthy. Exactly. So on today's podcast, we really wanted to go over the layers of trustworthy AI because, you know, this isn't a one-size-fits-all approach and they're really, you know, you need to be looking at this from many different perspectives. So a lot of people talk about this and they think about, you know, AI and ethics and this trustworthy as right versus wrong. And AI ethics, you know, is is defined. And a lot of people say AI ethics is a set of values, principles, and techniques that employ widely accepted standards of right and wrong to guide moral conduct in the development and use of AI technologies. Because at the end of the day, AI really is supposed to be used to help, right? You know, all of this, all of technology really is supposed to be used to help. We don't want to use it to make our day-to-day lives harder and our jobs harder. And so it's supposed to be an enabling technology. But with that, we do need to be mindful of different, uh, you know, things that can potentially go wrong. And so with AI, we have this idea of bad machines that can threaten our lives and our freedoms, our control, dignity, also maybe the environment. A lot of people don't think about the physical environment around us, but how it can threaten the environment. And maybe not always in the best interests of humanity. And that's important to understand because maybe it wasn't 
you know, you don't create things set out with some of these bad, bad intentions with, you know, threats to different areas of our lives, but it can happen. Also, bad people doing bad things. This is a very real, you know, concern with many people and something that can and and does happen where it, you know, is violating laws or trusts. If you violate trust, then, you know, it's really hard to gain that back. Also, privacy and maybe violating our lives. So, you know, and if it does do something like violate a law, well, who's responsible for that? Because if a human breaks the law, then you can say, okay, human, you're going to be punished for that. But if many people built this system, you know, is it the company that's at fault? All of these things need to be taken into consideration. Also, there can be some bad practices. This can sometimes be done because people, you know, slack off and they try and take shortcuts or because they weren't actually thinking things through. So some bad practices are, you know, lack of safety in general, lack of accountability. This is incredibly important. Is there going to be, you know, a human uh, involved in any area of this? If so, how many, uh, you know, steps is the human going to be involved or are they going to be completely removed from the from from the loop here also is there a lack of positive purpose we always say you know you want to be creating these for some positive purpose if you follow the cpmai methodology we always say start with business understanding make sure that you're actually solving a real problem but make sure that it's for a positive purpose as well and then is there going to be a lack of care for workforce disruption. With emerging technologies, we understand that there will be workforce disruptions. We say that AI is not a job killer, but it can be a job category killer, depending on your organization, how you're using this, also from a country level perspective as well. Make sure that you are not creating systems that will cause mass unemployment and really be a very negative negative disruptor. And then there can be, you know, another area that we really need to think about, bad visibility. So is there limited visibility into the data and the processes that are being used? People are just blindly trusting this, not really knowing what's going in, into, you know, how it was created. There could be limited disclosure, limited consent. So people are using this and, and really don't understand what it is that they're using. Limited visibility into algorithmic behavior. And also, is there a limited, repeatable, you know, consistent processes? So basically, are you, uh, you know, how transparent do you want to be? How much visibility do you want to provide? How much visibility is necessary if customers and employees start asking questions? How are you able to address that? These are all things that you need to take into consideration when you are building trustworthy AI. We talked about a lot of different things here. We talked about trustworthy AI when would, it relates to people and their well-being and doing harm. We talked about trustworthy AI when it talks about making sure that the data isn't going to the wrong hands or the bad people are not doing bad things. We talk about trust when it comes to safety and care and responsibility. And we talk about trust when it comes to the data and visibility and practices and governance, and maybe even trusting the algorithms itself. If I can't see them, they're a black box. So it turns out that these are not all at the same level of concern in terms of who needs to worry about them and how do we implement them. Some of these are at different layers of ethical concern. And that was the first thing we realized was that trustworthy AI concepts are really a spectrum and a spectrum in multiple layers that you could think of the spectrum as going from issues that have to do with all of society. 
you know, all of humanity, you know, not killing people, you know, not doing damaging things to ourselves and to the environment and others. That's at the societal level, right? Because it causes bad issues. Then we can think of things that are kind of more like, well, in the system. It's like when I'm running this AI system, it needs to be safe and secure. And, you know, I shouldn't let bad people do bad things with them. So it's like, you know, really making sure that my system is trustworthy. And then I have issues that are really kind of more technical and like technical trust issues around algorithmic explainability and data transparency and things like that. And because they're at different levels, we have to deal with them in different ways. You know, at the societal levels, we could have just general guidelines, like no AI system should do this thing, period, right? And we could put that in the form of perhaps laws and regulations. And even if we don't have laws and regulations, maybe we have some sort of method for being aware of what's happening and keeping organizations and people under control. Then when I'm looking at things kind of more in the way I do a system, that's more about processes and procedures, practices and controls, doing things like assessments, measuring things and constantly measuring things and being aware of where things are and where they should be, where they shouldn't be. And then at the very lowest levels, I may have technical specifications. Maybe I design and build my AI systems in very specific technical ways, or I make sure to include specific things in my technology. So these are these various different levels that we generally categorize into five general layers. This is the general ethical AI, which is more at that societal level. Then we have responsible AI, which spans both stuff from society to things that we have to do at a system level. Then we have transparent AI, which has to do with how we manage and run our system. So definitely very system level and what we are in control of for ourselves. Then we have governed AI, which deals with how do we run and manage our AI systems? What are the processes, procedures, and controls, audits, and things like that that we will have in place to keep an eye on and control of our system. And at the very bottom level, we have this interpretable and explainable AI, which is much more at that algorithmic layer. And so if we can address these things at these different layers, and we will have a podcast on each one of these layers to go into more specific details, well, we have a chance, right, of making our trustworthy AI systems, or our AI systems that is more trustworthy. So where does this come from? Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, we looked at over 60 different trustworthy AI frameworks, and these frameworks came from, you know, on a national level. Uh, so many different nations have been putting out trustworthy AI frameworks from an organizational level, and then from corporate and ethical AI frameworks as well. Because we said, you know, we want to really see what's out there, what people are doing. Some of them were more detailed than others. Some of them used terms, obviously, that were not apples to apples. So it was mostly a mismatch of ethical concepts. And like I said, the words that they used often don't match that ethical concept. And after looking at you know over 60 different frameworks, as we mentioned, we realized that there was no comprehensive ethical AI frameworks and that there were gaps in these. And some of these gaps were incredibly eye-opening and sometimes kind of scary, you know, from some of these countries that were putting this out or you know, organizations and corporate corporations. We said, wow, some of the gaps here that they didn't address were very eye-opening. And at the end of the day, there really was a mix of recommendations for technology users and technology creators. So depending on, you know, maybe where they were coming from, the different perspectives that they had, like we said, terms and terminology just wasn't standardized. And also some 
countries cared more about certain things than other countries. So we just said, okay, well, we need to go ahead and kind of standardize this because if people uh, and organizations want to move forward, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do that? And how are they going to do that in a way that's most productive rather than having to, you know, look at all these themselves and analyze it? So we looked at all this, we normalized the terminology and we compared them against each other and said, really, at the end of the day, it's building this comprehensive, trustworthy AI framework can be built upon these five different layers that we talked about. Yeah. And we don't like reinventing the wheel. You know, a lot of great people have done a lot of great work. There are people certainly who are much more well-versed in ethics and ethicists, professional ethicists, academic ethicists, people who are putting their hands every day into AI projects who are experiencing a lot of these pain from many large tech companies at large, you know, end users. They're in there every day. And I think a lot of these folks, you know, have put together their frameworks. The problem is, as mentioned, they weren't all talking to each other, <laughs> using the same language and talking literally across the board. Like you'll look at these frameworks and be like, do no harm is next to data privacy is next to algorithmic explainability. And you're like, well, these are three very completely different things at very completely different levels and different people need to do different things about them. So you can't tell the person who's a C-level, hey, you need data transparency. He's going to be like, well, uh, or she will be like, mm, I need somebody else to worry about that. I I'm aware of it, but I need someone else to worry about it. And that's difficult because if the person who's aware of it doesn't worry about it and the person who's worried about it is not aware of it, then stuff doesn't happen. So what we did is we took all the concepts from these 60 frameworks, we compiled and we created a comprehensive framework, which we'll talk about shortly because it's free and downloadable and you can definitely access it uh, today. And what we did is we took each of the concepts and we sorted them out into each of these layers. And we used sort of uh, standardized terminology to say, well, this is the term we're going to use and this is may how, maybe how it relates to this, this framework. But so within social, for example, within the ethical layer, that top societal layer, it's this is where you put issues of human values, AI for human benefit, dignity, fairness, avoiding bias, respecting diversity and inclusion, in, ensuring freedom, individual freedom and human uh, agency, keeping the human in control, respecting the environment. Those are all issues around societal ethics. And as mentioned, these are not our concepts. These are the ones that are out there from all the other frameworks. We just sort of mapped them to, the, to this layer. And at the responsible AI layer, this is where we talk about making sure AI systems are done for a real reason, for a positive purpose, that we make sure that people only use them for law-abiding purposes. We ensure safety. We maintain trust. We make sure there's a human accountability in there. We ensure privacy, especially data privacy. Maybe we restrict its use in certain cases like lethal autonomous weapons. And we make sure that we uh, have a responsible use of AI that minimizes or avoids workforce disruption. So you, we sorted all those into the responsible AI layer. Similarly, for AI transparency, we sorted issues of visibility into AI data, measurement of bias and mitigation, open use of open systems and human decisions, providing disclosure and respecting consent. Those are issues of transparency. And then similarly for AI governance, this is where we do things like risk assessment mitigation, auditability, contestability of systems, maintaining quality, involvement of regulatory bodies and third-party certifications, uh, keeping the workforce educated. Those are all aspects of your governance. And then finally, at the AI explainability and interpretability layer, this is where we put in algorithmic explainability, 
algorithmic interpretability, and root cause explanations. Seems pretty logical, right, <laughs> to sort this out. And when you do that, you actually come up with a, well, a pretty comprehensive framework, at least that tells you what you need to be concerned about. It doesn't tell you how, but it tells you what you need to be concerned about. Exactly. And so we will share our comprehensive, trustworthy AI framework with all of our listeners. I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. And you can also go to Cognolytica.com to find that link as well, because this really is meant to be used. And, you know, we've mentioned that with within each of these layers, we will have podcasts diving deeper into each of them so that you can get a better understanding because we want to make sure on our podcast, you're really understanding, you know, what is involved with a trustworthy AI framework. So our framework is free, it's extendable, and it covers every layer uh, and component of that, you know, trustworthy AI because we want to make sure that you're really understanding it. So each framework component is a decision that needs to be made for a given project especially within your organization on how to deal with that with any particular trustworthy AI topic. It's important that, you know, like with any framework and workbook, you work through it because at the end of the day, you need to make sure that your organization feels comfortable moving forward and really is taking, you know, this trustworthy AI seriously. So again, I will make sure that we link to it in the show notes just so that you can get your hands on it, take a look at it and bring it to your organization so that you can move forward. So of course, the whole idea is that you want to make the framework something you implement. And that's something that we spend a lot of our time doing in these workshops where we actually will say, okay, the framework gives you an idea of everything you need to be concerned about, but what do you what do you do in your organization today? How does that match with your existing processes? How does this match with your existing organization? How did, might that change over time? And then how do you use that framework to drive some of the other things you need to do, like checklists for developers, maybe a statement that you will put up that will share with your shareholders and everybody that's involved, uh, like what you're actually doing. And so what we've done is we are we we have been doing this for, for a while, but we just haven't been telling you our podcast audience about it. So we thought we'd tell you a little bit about it, mainly because we're starting to see more interest and demand as people start realizing that things can go wrong with AI systems. So the whole idea, we have a three-day on-site team-based trustworthy AI framework workshop where the whole idea is to enhance the trustworthiness and reliability of the AI systems and reduce your overall liability. And that's basically by you know, three things, reducing the risk of potential lawsuits and reputational risk, complying with emerging laws and regulations around AI and data, and enhancing trust with your clients, customers, constituents, employees, and all the people that matter. And the way that we do that in those three days is one, we align the team on the core concepts that we just part of, which you just shared with you just now around the various layers of trustworthy AI, ethical, responsible AI concepts and terms. The second thing we do is collaboratively, we develop a practical, implementable, organization-specific, comprehensive, trustworthy AI framework for that organization. That's an answer to each of these questions that says how the organization will handle those particular needs and challenges as they evolve over time across all those layers, ethical, responsible, governed, transparent, and explainable, interpretable AI systems. And then from that, we generate a checklist, an actionable checklist that provides guidance to all the different stakeholders, whether they're data scientists, developers, 
heads of privacy, risk management offices, all the way to the C-level and other people that guides how they will implement and adopt and use the framework for different phases of the AI project and for their particular practices. And then finally, this results in the development of controls, practices, procedures, audits, various different regulations and compliance in the way that these AI systems are built, deployed, managed, monitored, monitored, and changed. So all this together is something we do. And you can do it over a short number of days, realizing that this is an ongoing thing, that what you'll do is you will take this framework that you will own yourself, that's customized for your organization, and you will have the process in place for yourself to continue to manage this as a living and breathing thing, resource for your organization. Exactly. So I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes if you're interested in learning more, but you can also go to cognolitica.com slash trustworthy. That's C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A dot com slash trustworthy. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to AI Today. We have a lot more podcasts in our Trustworthy AI series. And also we are having a generative AI podcast series come up. So you will get notified when all those episodes come out. We love to hear from our listeners. In fact, you help drive some of the content and topics that we touch upon. So please make sure to reach out if you have any feedback or topics that you'd like us to cover. We always like to hear from our listeners. And make sure to uh, to rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform and share your this podcast with others if you think they may be interested in learning more about the topics that we cover. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. Bye.